This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the August 9th, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. This is a tough week for me. I will only do two or three podcast episodes. Quick hitters. Russia is forging ahead with a serious offensive in eastern Ukraine. Turkey is a NATO ally, and their banks are working with Russia. That bothers me. Maybe years from now, the Turkish strongman Erdogan will get credit for helping to negotiate a peace with Putin. But right now, Erdogan seems like a bad guy helping a bad guy. I guess I can't go to Turkey either. Olivia Newton-John died after a 30-year battle against breast cancer. Moving on. I wonder. I wonder what was the motivation behind Pelosi's trip to Taiwan. I thought because she is a longtime supporter of Taiwan and critic of China's anti-democratic and discriminatory policies. While possibly likely true, I wonder if it may have been a more sophisticated reason. The predicate to my wondering is that one could make an argument that Biden really screwed the pooch relative to Ukraine. Not since the invasion so much, but in the year before the invasion. How Biden made the United States look weak in the way we left Afghanistan. His reluctance to send lethal aid to Ukraine until the last minute. Because supplying lethal aid does not just supply the lethal aid, but also shows our resolve. We did not want to provoke Russia as Russia built up troops on the Ukrainian border, which may have seemed prudent, but may have been interpreted as weakness. One can go on. We saw this. The Chinese saw this. They saw United States reluctant to help an ally in a major contest. Now Ukraine was not like Taiwan in terms of a long-term relationship, but Ukraine is in an incredibly important location that is crucial to our long-term European allies. We were timid. To be fair, I might have been timid. This is scary stuff. So I wonder if Pelosi went to Taiwan to raise the issue not with the Chinese, but with Biden. Did she go to Taiwan to force Biden's hand and make him publicly support Taiwan and to do so not just with words, but with deeds? I think so. The FBI searched former President Donald Trump's home in a surprise raid. The effort included a safecracker. So far, few news stories seem to relay what the FBI was looking for, though Trump's son said it may have to do with the Presidential Records Act. Previously, it was alleged that Trump took papers, including classified ones, with him when he left office. Would that be a reason for a surprise FBI raid? Not knowing the reason, I hesitate to criticize the precedent-shattering intrusion upon an ex-president. Further, I thought the government was remiss in not using more of its investigative powers to examine the Clinton server that Hillary Clinton used for her inappropriate-slash-illegal email activities while Secretary of State. And I do want to be unbiased and consistent. I hope that those praising the raid on Trump were consistent. I think the Fed should tread carefully. Many, including me in this group, believe the federal government is biased against conservatives, and the powers of the government have been used unfairly. In my case, I don't think to the point where the feds go after a Republican for something the feds knew they had not committed. Rather, that the same amount of evidence would be sufficient to go after a, Rep a Republican, but dismissed as insufficient or Russian propaganda if it involved a Democrat. Or lies might occasionally be used to get a conservative they felt was guilty. 
That happened in pursuit of a search warrant against Trump. The lawyer received a slap on the wrist. I say the Fed should tread carefully because this raid supports that feeling. The raid may be totally, totally appropriate, and if so, good for the Feds. But the Feds have lost their credibility to many Americans. They have lost the assumption that they are acting in good faith. Host of CNN's Reliable Sources, Brian Stelter, previously said, per the Link New York Post article by Alexandra Stelgard, that the Hunter Biden laptop story was a, quote, classic example of the right-wing media machine, end quote. At other times, Stelter referred to the story as a, quote, manufactured scandal, end quote. Now that the head of CNN is pushing a less partisan tone, and good for him, Stelter said recently per the article, quote, what about his son, Stelter asked his guest, quote, what about Hunter? Hunter under federal investigation. Charges can be coming at any time. This is not just a right-wing media story. This is a real problem for the Bidens, end quote. Did Stelter originally just get it wrong and is now bravely admitting his error? Nah, he either knew he was wrong two years ago or should have known, but for his blind faith in his party. If CNN keeps this clown, they should at least change the name of the show from Reliable Sources to Unreliable Sources or Mouthpiece Democrat. I follow Jonathan Turley, not just because he is smart and makes a lot of sense, but because he is reasonable and is on the left. Not way out there. In fact, at least one friend thinks Turley is a conservative. I assume that is because of how far leftward the left moved. I link an article of Turley's titled, quote, an attack on one is an attack on all. Time for a red state NATO-like alliance on boycotts. What a title. In his own words, Turley says, quote, from California to Illinois, legislators are moving to boycott any state contracts with businesses in states with anti-LGBTQ legislation or restrictive abortion laws. At the same time, many Democratic leaders are pressuring companies to boycott red states too, end quote. This has big states with big economies picking on small states. Turley proposes that small states band together with a NATO-like approach where an attack on one country is an attack on all. In this case, an attack on one state is an attack on all conservative states. If California wants to ban state government business with companies from Alabama and to pressure companies to ban business with Alabama companies, then a group of conservative states might automatically do the same to California. While Turley does not say it, my take is he is suggesting that conservatives stop being cheat turners and fight back. For those of you who say this is stupid, I think I agree. We need to stop this nonsense. A pro-life person should be willing to take their dry cleaning to a dry cleaner owned by a pro-choice person. And the reverse. Maybe they could even chat, but that may be dreaming. And states should have the same agnostic attitude. Therefore, I am not thrilled with Turley's idea, and I hope others are not thrilled with, states like, with what states like California are doing. California needs to stop it before folks like me embrace Turley's idea and vote to ban business with California. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you do not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.